Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, y'all, I'm going to be honest. I cannot stop thinking about Cozy, which is some of the most thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living that I've ever seen. And we have talked about Cozy's beautiful products before, but I really want to harp on the Cozy experience itself. Because not only is the delivery fast and free, but the purchasing process itself is actually fun. As someone who is notoriously bad at making decisions and commitments to things, the fact that Cozy allows me to fully customize pieces and then physically see them in my space through an augmented reality, well, they fully eliminated my fear of commitment. And when I say the furniture itself is so elegant, I mean it. Everything is carefully designed in Canada with the intention to enhance any space with high-quality products at a fair price. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com to start customizing your furniture today. That's C-O-Z-E-Y dot com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. I know I do. But I think it's equally as important to know what you do with that time if you had it. But learning how to prioritize what's important to me didn't come naturally. It's taken a lot of wonderful, loving people, including a couple of really great therapists, to get me there. Now, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I do believe the world would be so much better if everyone had access to a good therapist that did the right thing for them. But until we get to my perfect utopia, I will never stop searching for ways to make self-help and therapy and life improvement more accessible. So if you have personally been thinking of starting therapy, maybe BetterHelp is the right thing for you. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And ideally, if you find the right match for you, we can all learn how to make time for what makes us really happy. Visit betterhelp.com slash makeyourbed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash makeyourbed. Welcome to the Make Your Damn Bed podcast, a low-key, real-talk, motivation podcast to play while you make your bed every morning to incorporate healthy routine into your day-to-day. Build momentum and better your life. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. In creating and producing this podcast, I have been consuming a lot more written content. And in doing so, I've noticed all of the benefits that reading has given me. And I've also noticed how much of a stigma I had against reading that used to hold me back from even wanting to show up to the page. And I'm not sure what the source of that is. Maybe it's because I don't like being told what to do, especially when it comes to indulging. And when I think of reading, I often think of homework that's assigned to us by others. And to me, that's automatically off-putting. You can't force yourself to get into a book. But I think that's something that we don't talk about enough. The fact of the matter is, not all books are good. You're allowed to say that. 
honestly, not all books are accurate. If it's been put together by a human being, it is just as fallible as us as humans. But I feel like I was raised to trust anything that came from a book, but probably go in knowing that it's going to be real boring and real dense. And as I've let myself read for more pleasure and more joy and find things that are really written for me so that they don't feel like a challenge or like homework to pick up has been one of the best game changers. And I've kind of let this turn into a natural sense of organic discovery for myself by getting interested in certain topics, researching them online, and then just digging deeper into the authors of those articles that I have been enjoying. So I already know that I'm going to enjoy reading further because I'm sucked in. And I think the reason that resonates so much with me is the fact that I found a backdoor into liking reading. I loved reading as a kid, but then I told myself I had to read to be smart. I needed to finish every book in the whole world if I was going to be able to teach. And not only is that unreasonable, impossible, and also boring as hell, it's definitely not a way to get a teenager into actually reading for sustainability. I've said it before and I'll say it again. One of my favorite quotes of all times is, the best way to anywhere is slowly. So, you know the same applies to books. It shouldn't feel like a race to a finish line. It shouldn't feel like trying to get to the end of the book and counting the pages. I guarantee you, someone with a voice that resonates with you has written a book that is easy for you to read. That is just like trashy TV where you can't look away. But it's a matter of expanding your palate by trying new things and being willing to set things down. And there are so many reasons we should get to like reading that aren't just be good at school and be the smartest person in the world. But truly, reading does improve brain connectivity. It increases your vocabulary, your comprehension, your empathy, your creativity, and your imagination. It helps us fall asleep faster. It reduces stress, lowers our blood pressure and our heart rate in real time. It fights depression symptoms and prevents cognitive decline as we age. But my favorite reason to love reading is that it encourages us to disconnect and decompress and lean into a brand new world without screens. And if you relate to this at all and you find yourself hesitating to start a new book or open up an audiobook, I'm going to ask you just to check in with those feelings. Where do those hesitations come from? Are there ways around them so that you can regain a love and respect for the form of art that does hold so much? Whether that be entertainment or information or just plain inspiration, there's a million reasons we should pick up books. But in my opinion, no one's talking about how. How do we get over these weird aversions that we may have to reading? What worked for me was reading what I wanted to read and not what I thought I should. It is so simple for me to read nonfiction if it has to do with psychology. Otherwise, I am simply watching words float into the sky through my ears and into the ether while I plan my next meal. 
So never worry about what you think you should read unless it's required for a job or something, in which case it's probably important. Maybe read that. But when it comes to finding the joy in reading, think of it as a joyful experience. Think of it as something that can excite you and another form of content and truly just personalized entertainment. And then start small. 10 pages a day adds up real quick, which is why it's a constant number being thrown around on all these self-help blogs and posts that you should read a book for 10 pages a day. It's a low commitment, super simple to do, and it's sustainable. Plus, it will make a big impact at the end of the year when you look back and you've actually read, I don't know, nine or ten books? I can't do math. And if you are dedicating these ten pages a day, I am an advocate for removing distractions and setting a vibe, maybe having a reading nook and a little tea and whatever. But I also think if you make so much pressure to ritualize your reading time, you won't realize how amazing reading is because you can just pick it up at any time. So my real move is integrating reading as my downtime. No longer do I just pick up and scroll mindlessly on my phone. Now I'll actually pick up a book and read a couple paragraphs while I'm waiting between meetings and things. It may also help to have an accountability partner or a reading group maybe a book club or someone you can chat to about the books that you'd like to read. And if you're like me, it may also be helpful to diversify the genres you're reading so that you can sustain a long term in something. Because if you're only reading murder mysteries, you're only going to want to pick up books when you need a murder mystery. So it can be really cool to read some nonfiction here and there and read some fiction here and there. But remember to choose for yourself. This is an activity for your brain, but for you. And if we want to sustain something, we're going to have to make it enjoyable and rewarding. So choose things that make you feel that way from the beginning, and it will help you show up for it. Happy, happy reading, friends. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and you finally crack that book you've been looking at for 10 years. But in the meantime, I love you so much, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a day. You can also follow us on Instagram for quotes and content directly from each episode at MYDB Podcast or subscribe to the newsletter on www.makeyourdamnbedpodcast.com. If you can rate and review us on Apple Podcast or just share this with someone you think might get a kick out of it, it can and has made all the difference. So thank you. I've been your host, Julie Merica, and I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed.